love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movies Out Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow Zouts, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic indeed. This week, we are reviewing the Netflix original Triple Frontier. And in the feature presentation segment, we'll be reviewing Jordan Peele's latest movie, Us. But before we do that, this is the first episode of this month so that means one thing and one thing only the alexa quote of the show the alexa quote of the show and may the odds be ever in your favor all right i say nothing about this quote other than good luck to you guys i don't think you're i don't see i said i was going to not say anything and i just started saying something (laughs) and he talks here we go i pity the fool and i will destroy any man he tries to take what i got all right, one more time. I pity the fool, and I will destroy any man he tries to take what I got. I pity the fool, and I'll destroy any man he tries to take what I got. <sighs> what oh could my this God. possibly be? And it's a movie, right? I'm like, yes. my mind went straight to TV. <laughs> this is a movie. 100% a movie. So, oh, that, see, now, yeah, that got me. Is, is it? There's two options that it could be, but I, I'm going to go with the one I think it is. That's probably a good idea, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> There's two chances, but I'm gonna go with the one I think it might be. Oh, okay, there. You go. Well, I mean, it's either the person that's famous for that quote, or it's somebody playing the same character that the person that's famous for that quote. Ah, I see. Ah, I see. I'm going to win. Ah, I'm going pond, of course. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys write that down, let me tell our listeners, you know what? You should go on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, review the show, uh, you know, like us and subscribe on Facebook, on Twitter, and so forth. Oh, Paul is ready. Oh, Joe's ready as well. Holy cow. Here we go. Okay, now, just to give everyone an update, as of right now, Joe, you have seven points for the year. Paul has eight. So let's try to get this tied up or maybe even surpass Paul. Let's see what happens. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first because I'm probably wrong. All right, all right. I, so, I like your confidence, especially because I don't even. Know, I'm not even sure the number because I'm not a real, real fan of the series. But all I'm gonna right. go Rocky three. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. Whoa! Give me a year, please. Oh, 88, maybe. Okay. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Mr. T, and no idea who else. All right, all right, Joe. What say you, my friend? All right. See, I, I I only remember Mr. T from the show, The A-Team. So I went with the A-Team movie remake, The A-Team. Okay. Uh, year 2012-ish. Okay. Uh, I'll say 2012. It was in that period somewhere. Uh, and uh, B.A. Baracus was played by Quentin Rampage Jackson. Okay. And I know nobody else because I never watched the movie. Well, you know, sometimes, I, let me say this. I never pick a movie trying to favor one of the two of you. I, I am very, uh, you know, I'm diplomatic. But I figured this one is a very good movie, and you know, maybe this will get Joe back oh, shoot. into it. Yeah, <laughs> good movie. It's definitely I'm wrong. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Of course, it's Rocky Three. 
Well, no, but I, I oh, but like, I, I, again, I said that I was thinking maybe it was the remake because I don't know if he actually said those particular words. I pity the fool and uh, whatever. He always said, I pity the fool in the A team, right? But so I figured you're going for the A team movie. Trying remake. to take what is my, after he beat Sylvester Stallone for the title. He says that it's a very famous line. I guess not famous enough. Apparently not. All right, let's go through the numbers. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the movie I, is Rocky III, 19, 1982. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Talia Shire, Shear, Sure, Shire, I don't know. And Burt yeah, Bert Young. Bert Young are the top three actors. Uh, Paul, you get two points. Joe, you have zero. So the one movie I thought that would get you back into this. <laughs> well, I almost what? went the wrong way. I, I mean, you know, I, I got to give you that, right? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Was... Are we sure that he he never says? I'm sure. He, does he say I pity the fool in in the remake? I don't know. Well, did anybody watch the remake? Someone in America did, right? I think there was I a remake it. of Rocky Three. No, no, no. Of no, no. A, no, a team. Of A team. No, the A team. I don't know if anyone's ever watched it because it sounded <laughs> horrible. But I knew it's like, oh, Rampage was in that. I think I, I saw a piece of it because Liam Neeson played Hannibal, I believe. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm almost tempted to watch it. I'm not, but <laughs> almost. All right. Well, there you go. Disappointment. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Let's go straight into the cutting room floor. All right. In this, in the, from the cutting room floor segment let me say this thing or let me start out with so i went to see captain marvel once again so i saw it twice in the theater because my son and my friend wanted to see it so i said hey, i'll go with you guys see it again and i the second time around i didn't realize the first time that they teased the whole uh you know losing his left eye thing like when he had that car accident like he got cut up like so his eye was basically damaged the entire movie and they were like kind of teasing how he loses it i just wasn't i wasn't aware that that was going to be one of the things i guess in the movie. So it, it was totally lost on me the first time around, but the second time around, I realized, Oh, wait a second. Yeah. They're messing around with how he loses his eye. You mean like they do with, uh, Tony Stark's left arm. Have you heard that? Have you heard of this? No, no, I have not. I have not. They, they didn't, apparently in every Marvel movie, he, when he hurts anything, it's his left arm. And they're saying that it's going to, it's going to, you know, foreshadow something that's going to happen. Then maybe he's going to use the gauntlet and it's going to destroy his left arm or whatever. Oh. But anyway, oh, eh, just a lot. It, it, it's a theory, right? Wild theory. That's yes. interesting. I was watching that, what you said about the eye, Tom. Yeah. A buddy of mine texted me and said, I used to respect Nick Fury until I saw how he lost his eye. That's <laughs> before I saw it. And I'm like, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only text he sent me about the movie. <laughs> But the only other interesting thing about going to see it the second time was there was a dude right next to me. Well, two seats over who about three quarters of the way through the movie was loudly, audibly snoring. <laughs> In the movie. Now, this is a large man, so it could have been that he was just having trouble breathing, but he was breathing fine the first three quarters of the movie. But yeah, he was uh, he was so <laughs> ah! I was like, I cannot believe I, I hesitantly looked over to see what the hell was going on. And yep, he was uh, <laughs> his head was back. I'm like, I think he is sleeping <laughs> or dead. Did, no, he's not dead. <laughs> he's did you noise. like the movie better or worse the second time? Right, some movies are better after second view. Uh, some are not so not so good. It's about the same. I mean, it's equivalent. I, I, I noticed okay. I was able to notice a couple more little things that I didn't really pay attention to the first time. So it was uh it was interesting. It's worth a second watch if you uh, do so. All right. Next on the list, I want to talk about uh, when we went to see us, 
the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was uh, preceded. Yes. Oh my lord, that is such a good trailer, and it's so funny because Paul, did you see that trailer? No, I have not seen that trailer. What so, is it about? Uh, it's Quentin Tarantino's uh, latest film, his ninth film about uh, two actors, uh, actor and, and uh, a stuntman in Hollywood in the late '60s. Uh, I guess they're television actors and they're trying to break into film. And they, <laughs> then they run into the Manson family because you got the Mansons in there during the trailer. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, something got to yeah. be. Yeah, it's got to be wild. But I mean, is, is it going to be in the same universe as Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Just curious. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you, you, you can't you, you can't put it past him though, right? I mean, <laughs> it is Tarantino. It is, it is possible. <laughs> but the trailer is so. I mean, I absolutely love that trailer. I thought it was fantastic. And so when it's and I saw it before the movie, or before the trailer in the movie, so I knew what it was as soon as it started up. And I leaned over to my wife. I said, "Oh, this is Quentin Tarantino's latest film. This is going to be so good." And we watched the trailer. And at the end of it, she turns to me and goes, what, that trailer? Guys, you excited? <laughs> she did not think anything. Wow. How did she not? I, I left that. I was so excited. Brad Pitt was so awesome. Oh, I'm going to watch this movie at least three times just for the uh, just for Brad Pitt in that trailer. I know. Brilliant. He was awesome in that trailer. He had two, <laughs> two lines that just make me. The, those two lines and the, the two scenes where he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I. Uh, yeah, I carry his load or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That and the manslaughter uh, line. Oh my God, that, that Bruce Lee guy bragging about his hands being lethal weapons. Yeah, it's called manslaughter. <laughs> that alone, I, I'm in. That, I don't care what else happens in that movie. I, yeah. I am so in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it did not impress my wife in the least. <laughs> really? Oh. So good. I can't wait for that movie to come out. I don't know when that comes out, but I, I will be there. Oh, so good. <laughs> That's an opening day movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no question. And I'm going to review it right now. That's an opening weekend movie. Opening weekend. That's my see review. It. Yeah, that's it. Right now. Do it. Drop what you're doing and go see that movie. Oh, so good. Just not in my theater because I don't want to be too crowded. But, yeah, <laughs> go, go to the movie. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Now, I don't know if you guys. I am now going to recommend a Netflix uh, original TV show. Well, we still have Cutting Room Floor, though, right? This is Cutting Room Floor. Still, wow! Yes. You got a long cutting room floor today. Well, we don't have many movies to review. <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. Have I have either of you seen this TV show? No, is it isn't that an old movie though called The Haunting of Hill House? Yeah. Well, no. Well, I think there is a movie, an old movie called something yeah. to that effect. I had a friend text me and tell me I need to see it, and I put it on my list, but haven't watched it yet. I highly recommend you guys watch this TV show. Now, Joe, I know you're not into the whole supernatural thing, but if you can still enjoy it, this is so good. It is a very good series. There's only one season, and this is one of those. So they've already said in 2020 they're coming out with uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor because this show is, is such a way that, you know, once you tell the story, there's you can't come back. You know what I mean? There's It's, it's a story that has a beginning and an ending, and there's no way you can continue the same story. So what they're going to do is they're coming out, uh, I guess, <laughs> next year with an, with season two, but it's going to be a completely different story, completely different house. Uh, you know, nothing's going to be linked back to this one. Oh, it's not going to be the same cast because no, nobody no. has ever done that, right? Mm. But this is, well, <laughs> hey, man, American Horror Story is a great show. But this is so good. I highly recommend it. It's only 10 episodes, 10 hour, one hour episodes. Oh, man, it is such a good show. It's done really well too. It does it so it's done in a fashion where it's doing uh, flashbacks with uh, you know t the what's going on in current day. Basically, there's two sets of 
actors, a char- two sets of actors for each character. One is young, one is old. And they just keep going back and forth and it tells a story. Oh man, it is so good. I highly recommend going, you guys seeing that one. And I'm about halfway through Altered Carbon. Have either of you guys saw seen that one? I've heard of it. It looked like it would be, I'd be interested in it, but uh, it just doesn't have, I don't have time on my schedule right now. Yeah, there's one season of that, and I'm like I said, there's ten episodes. I'm five through. It's okay. There's nothing special. I, I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, if you have nothing better to do, watch it. But like, I'm not like Jones. Isn't, at the isn't there a lot of play with gender and stuff though? And it, it just in its premise or whatever or something like that. Uh, well, the whole premise is that you. <laughs> what was the word I'm looking for? Not your soul. Your intelligence your, or your whatever essence, your personality yeah, yeah your essence you can take it away and put it into another body and you just keep yeah. doing it so yeah uh, i guess you could be a chick or girl or a dude uh, yeah a lot of nudity a lot of a lot of banging but uh, oh okay all right well maybe worth watching <laughs> <laughs> oh what's his face uh paul there is a frontal of who's the guy who played the play he played the punisher oh shoot i gotta look him up dolph lundgren no because no. i don't think i'd want to see him naked today <laughs> Yeah, I look at the cast. I'm not seeing anybody that like name I've ever heard of before. But oh, oh, James Purefoy. Yeah, look at him. He uh, he's played. Uh, oh, Rome. Okay, so I've already we've already seen it, right? I think. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't keep track of. Uh, oh, maybe not. I mean, right? Maybe we haven't seen it. Never mind. There might be a dong tracker, but yeah, there's a full frontal of him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a full frontal of him, and let me tell you something. He, he's a shower. I don't know about a grower part, but he is definitely a shower. I was like, holy cow, what the hell? Wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Rome was pretty explicit. Did you guys see Rome? Uh, see? Yes. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that was, yeah. uh, what was that one on uh, HBO? Yeah, that was Rome. That was that Rome where the actor had cancer and died, and he brought back another? No, that was. No, that's Spartacus. Spartacus, yes, yes. Okay, that's different. Yeah. And that, yeah, Spart- yeah, it is different. But yeah. Rome was on HBO, and. Yeah, it was pretty explicit too. I so. don't think I saw Rome, but uh, yeah. So yeah, if you want to see James uh, Purefoy uh, in all his glory, it's a very uh, you know, it's not very long. Well, the scene. <laughs> it's not very long. <laughs> well, I, I googled oh. Dong Tracker, Tom. And <laughs> yeah. I, found, I found a Twitter handle, and it's all about baseball. So oh, I think they wow. understand. <laughs> Let's start a new app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's available. We can have a dog tracker. Out. <laughs> Apparently nobody's doing it. <laughs> oh. Which is actually shocking for the internet. <laughs> this might be the first thing that shocked me about the internet in a long time, is that there's not a dog tracker. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, altered carbon. I can't uh, wait to see my pop up ads now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man yeah but altered carbon uh you know it's okay it's 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 interesting just it's not like has me at the edge of my seat but haunting of uh of hill house so good so good it's really well done and oh man i cannot recommend it enough joe definitely move it up on your list mm-hmm. paul see it today all right uh that's all i have for from the cutting room floor who else has anything to add well, I have a follow-up on your review of last week of Greta. Oh, that's right. You went to see Greta. Yes, we went and saw it. Ah, okay. Well, do tell. I love this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It was awesome. I, I give it, I mean, right off, yeah, I can't remember exactly what you rated it. I, I This is first-run quality movie. It was good. Wow. And and the star of the show, for me, is the, the actress who played Greta. 
Uh, yeah, the old lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the old lady. I mean, I have not seen a character enjoy being evil so much since <laughs> the Joker from the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. I mean, she just delighted. I mean, she the one guy had come to get her and she, <laughs> she danced on her. <laughs> She incapacitated him, and she's getting ready to kill him, and she starts dancing right in the middle of murdering this dude. Yeah, he's oh. shooting at her blindly. Oh, you missed. <laughs> and she's dancing, doing, twirling around before she kills him. She enjoyed her work. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. Oh, my God. But let me tell you something. Like a couple of those scenes where uh, she's like the, the teenager, she has her in her room, and she's like, oh, you be a good girl. Like, why wouldn't that teen, like, that teen could overpower this old lady, right? I mean, there's a couple scenes where I'm like, why, why won't, why don't you just attack well, yeah, her? Well, I mean, she was living on her own. She was at least 20 something, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, I think yeah. she's playing like a 22 year old or something. Yeah. I was like, why can't you, why don't you do like, yeah. like the one scene where he cuts off her finger and she hits her, like, what are you doing running around the house? I mean, the first, okay, maybe you try to escape, but as soon as that door is locked, you go what? back, go finish her. You bang the shit. Yeah. You bang her to death. You don't go down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I could. I mean, there, there are some definite plot holes. I mean, yeah, as the story goes, it wasn't the greatest, but I was so in love with Greta by the end of this movie. Oh yeah, so yeah, that yeah. I can't not recommend it. It was so cool. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah, no, no, I enjoyed the movie. It just there's a couple times. And the was ending was a little hanky because I mean, there's no way that you didn't know it was the roommate right oh, at the end. They're was, trying to hide her face and stuff. So it was like, still oh. so good. Yeah, as soon as I saw the tea getting poisoned, I knew it was flipped because she never poisoned the tea. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But when she started feeling it, like, oh, yeah. It was like such a good revenge, like, like a vengeance. Like, yes, now you're getting what you do. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. I mean, there, there's plenty of holes in the story to go around, but it was just so fun. And gosh, she just <laughs> delighted. And I mean, is there any character who liked evil as much as Greta? I mean, you had like the Joker and maybe, uh, God, what was the, uh, the emperor when he was zapping Luke with the lightning yeah. bolts and he's laughing his ass off? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's just because like, what? I'm evil and I love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such a, yeah. I, I, I don't remember when I gave it a movie, but I think I'd probably give it a second run. Uh, so yeah, that's for me. That's for a horror movie. Second run is really as, as high as you could possibly get. Well, maybe, yeah. Oh maybe. yeah. It was huge. I mean, and yeah. it wasn't even horror. I mean, it was suspense. I mean, it was, yeah, it was more suspense. a story yeah. throughout. It wasn't yeah. really a horror movie, but I, I just loved Greta so much. Yeah. <laughs> It was good, and then the ending, it really, for me, solidified it being an above-average movie because I really like that <laughs> revenge, you know, switching the table on her. and Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> All right, there you go. Greta. Now, Paul, you get to go out and see it now. Greta, okay. All right. <laughs> you got a lot on your list. All right. Uh, you guys have anything else uh, for from the cutting room floor? Nope. No, I don't think so. All right. Let's move right into our reviews. We're going to start off with Triple Frontier. That's right. The Netflix Netflix, <laughs> Netflix <laughs> original. It was released March 13th, 2019. Rated R. Runtime, two hours, five minutes. Starring Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, and Charlie Nunnan. Nunnam? Hummin. Hummin. Hummin? Oh, oh yeah. Hummin. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I, <laughs> That's yeah, Jax Hummin. Teller, baby. That's why I started loving this. I saw, I saw him in the trailer and like, oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, there you go. No, have you ever watched Sons of Anarchy? No. Ah, he's the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's another one of those ones I've heard that are good, but you know, just, there's so much, so little time. Description: Loyalties are tested when five former Special Forces operatives reunite to steal a drug lord's fortune, unleashing a chain of unintended consequences. IMDb gives it a 6.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 73, where the audience gives it a 59. There is no box office since it is a Netflix movie. Uh, notes, in April 2017, Paramount decided to not move forward with the project, 
when stars Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum dropped out after disagreements with a rewritten act with a rewritten script. It was picked up by Netflix a month later. So if you look at the notes for this movie, there were a ton of actors rumored <laughs> to be in this movie. But uh, Tom Hardy and Chan Tatum, I guess, were signed up, and then they rewrote the script, and they both dropped out due to that. Tom Hardy, that would have been good. I like him. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, this, for me, this is an okay movie. I mean, for Netflix, this is uh, really good, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Netflix are, scale, we yeah, bumped everything yeah, up one rating. They're pretty awful. It was all right. I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't anything special. Didn't, I don't know. I mean, I could see why it's Netflix and not in a theater. It's just, it's okay. It's an interesting story. <laughs> all in all, it's, I'd say for me, maybe I'd give it a TV because it just, there just really wasn't much to it that I found all that in- interesting. I mean, it was, it was all right. I, I don't know. That's, maybe you have a better uh, thought of it than I do, Joe. What do you, what do you say? No, I thought it, it was okay. I mean, it was, it was uneven, right? You can tell that they went through a bunch of rewrites and, and it just didn't feel quite right. Yeah. They started with, oh, let's make it this musically driven action, right? Kind of like you see, like all these movies coming out with a musical driven action movie, right? And you had, uh, what was it Suicide Squad? It's all music and stuff. But then they kept topping genres in the music in the movie. And I, I, it was distracting because they kept switching. You know, first it's heavy metal and then it jumps to classic rock and then back to heavy metal. And it's like, uh. <laughs> it, it just seems a little weird. I just, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I like Charlie Hummin. Uh, yeah. and Ben Affleck was good. I mean, he was played a good character and it. it just wasn't likable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert when he, uh, gets whacked, uh, I wasn't too, I mean, I, I felt more for his family, but then, you know, they were taking care yeah, of him. So. I was like, good. Right. And then they're like <laughs> trying to save his body and stuff. Like why leave that son of a bitch in the dirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't return that dickhead home. <laughs> 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 you certainly don't carry him over a bag of money. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you, that's just the 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 what they went through to carry that money across those mountains. Then they just tossed and they it. They got none of it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, then they didn't even. Then the money they did get, they gave to the family. They signed over. So, yeah. Wow. A little. I liked that maybe a little more than you. I gave it a stream, but okay. You know. Hey, look at me. It's not. It's certainly a weak stream. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got an enlarged prostate. So it's a very oh, weak stream. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, I'll tell you one thing. One movie that just came out that I am very, uh, very much looking forward to and I'm quite worried about because the Netflix, their trial record, or their trial, no, their record, their track track record is The Highwaymen. You guys see that? I did not. That's Woody Harrelson and... Um, yeah, I just opened up Netflix and said, you know, that looks like something Tom would be excited about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's... Oh, uh, what's his face? Um, Dancing with Wolves. Costner? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, Costner and Woody Harrelson's in it. Well, that's a weird pairing. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the two main actors in that movie. So. Oh, really? Yeah, Costner's never made anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. Oh, we made that Avatar prequel. <laughs> prequel like that. All right. Let's move right into the feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. This week, our feature presentation is us. Tagline, we are our own worst enemy. 
March 22nd, 2019, it was released by director Jordan Peele. You may know him from his first directorial debut, Get Out. He's an accomplished actor, uh, infamous or famous, I guess, for his Key and Peele TV show that was fantastic. Have you guys watched Key and Peele television series? Yeah, uh, oh. pieces, parts. Oh, I, I've, never, I've never seen it, actually. It is well worth the watch. It's so funny. Uh, rating is rated R. Runtime, one hour, 56 minutes. Starring Lupita Nungyo. Winston Duke and Elizabeth Moss. Description, a family's serenity turns to chaos when a group of doppelgangers begin to terrorize them. IMDb gives it a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 94% while the audience gives it a 71. Box office, the budget is $20 million. Opening weekend in the U.S. was $71 million. And worldwide gross as of March 27th is $113 million. Some notes, director Jordan Peele provides another voice cameo as the Funhouse narrator. Like The Lost Boys 1987, several key scenes take place at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. This is even referenced in-universe when Adelaide's mother says, you know, they're shooting a movie over there by the carousel. So that's interesting, right? Because I love The Lost Boys. So, ah, so it was The Lost Boys she was talking about. Yes, yeah, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, they should have put up one of the Santa Clarita signs, and then it would really be the good thing. <laughs> uh, the Bible verse that continuously appears in the film, Jeremiah eleven eleven reads, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So there you go. And uh, apparently 11, 11 is... Uh, it's hidden throughout the movie multiple times over. I've seen it in a bunch of spots. It started to feel all flight 180. Yeah, they kept. Oh wow. Okay. Like, uh, that that doesn't really. I don't know. If I wanted to read Bible verses, I'd go to, to church or something. Wow. Wow. You didn't. Uh, have to, uh, you didn't actually read. Oh, you you talking about me? <laughs> no, I'm talking you about the movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. They never actually said that in the movie. Yeah, I'm just happy it wasn't John 316. <laughs> well, I, it's Austin 316. All right, uh, Joe. Would you like to begin this review? Sure. Uh, we went and saw it, and uh, it was really suspenseful. And so, I mean, it was really nice just sitting and watching the movie. I mean, it had a lot of suspense things. You know, it, it moved along. It was really well paced, and it wasn't. I can't remember. It, there's almost nothing in the way of jump scare, which is nice because I can't stand them. Um, okay. Just seems cheesy. Um, but I mean, it had a lot of suspense, and it moved along really well. It was well paced. It was a good movie. I just, it didn't quite do it for me though. Good. I'm, I'm glad you say that because I was very disappointed in this movie. Yeah. I mean, as a movie, it was well-structured, well-shot, everything like that that you would like about a movie. It oh, was all done very well. It was entertaining. I just, yeah, there's a lot of problems I have with this movie. Like, and I don't, the, you know, one, yeah, the one, the guy out there at the baseball bat, God, he bitched out so fast. <laughs> walks outside of the baseball bat you want to play we go and play and the guy takes one step for him and he drops the bat and runs in the house yeah. like, i mean yeah, i'm talking more <laughs> i'm talking more about the whole premise of the movie like he the premise up, was weird i don't get it i so yeah i didn't get it and the twist had no effect on me at all like yeah, no whatever no. right i didn't care it was like oh okay because i would i felt uh, the same about the character if i knew the background or not right the twist it had only no made it more confusing because it, it, with the twist, uh, spoiler, uh, we're getting into some spoiler stuff now. So apparently this is, you know, less is more in these types of movies. Do, either explain everything or explain nothing. 
don't do a half-assed job explaining something to leave you thinking, what? So what, the man, so we, somebody made these doppelgangers, but couldn't copy the soul? So they did it for everybody, and we're to assume that in every tunnel under every city, everyone has one? How did man do that? Like, how is that even possible? Yeah, and, and you know, and you went to that little fun house, right? And they kept going down the stairs and down the stairs. And how many, and it's like, how deep did they dig this fun house? It's on the ocean front. Yeah. <laughs> that tunnel's full of water. People. Well, as soon as she started going down the escal- escalator, I'm like, wait a second, what is going on here? But, you know, she, was, she was three basements deep before she got to the down escalator. Yes, but, you know, it, as long as it was supernatural, I'm in. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay, I'll buy real. that. But if you're telling me that some guy did this, yes. one, you're below the water table and you're digging a hole, okay? <laughs> I lived at the beach. That shit's going to fill with water by the time <laughs> you get to the second basement. Yeah, I don't even care about that as much as just <laughs> explain to me how everybody had a copy made of them and they're all living underground and somehow they're forced to reenact what's going on in the above. And they're all doing the weird shit. And then the the girl got switched. And then it was like, you know, I don't care if, so why does she, why is she buddies with them? And why is she trying to liberate them? Would she just try to escape and and get back to the real world? Yeah. Why would she liberate it? Maybe she felt I, it, none of it makes any sense. It doesn't make the the girl who was a lot, our protagonist who turned out to be one of the evil ones. I didn't feel any better or worse about her at the end than I did the beginning. No, I, I, and you could tell when she was killing people that the sun's looking at her funny, like, Oh, there's something up with you. But it's like, eh, it, it didn't pay off. No, I mean, like I said, the movie was enjoyable to watch just like, Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. And the guy, that guy, even though he bitched out, I, he, he was very funny. I liked him. He was funny. I liked him. It was just, he just pitched <laughs> out too quick. Although the one thing that Jordan Peele is doing, he did a huge disservice to a, a shit ton of comedians <laughs> Why is that? because it's suddenly, it's not just white people who do dumb shit in horror movies. anymore. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. We now have an example of a black people, a whole yeah. family of black people doing really stupid shit in the face of horror. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he'd have been better served not to just just made it like not explain anything. Then it'd be like, oh, okay, there's some type of supernatural thing going on. Like, oh, it's actual the shadows. But he had the lady do that whole soliloquy about you know being made. And you couldn't copy. You copied the the body, but you couldn't copy the soul. And what? What? I, I, I well, it sounds to me, and and this is what I thought when I saw the the previews for it, is that the it's supposed to be a political allegory and maybe uh, I think it's about class. Took it too, what? I think, I think I read somewhere that it was about, and it wasn't a, more about race is about class. So somehow, Oh no, no, but it, but it also, it I was think about, it was about to say class. that it's not about race at all would be kind of silly though. I think it's saying like how like wealthy and, and anybody does this, right? Sometimes, uh, wow. How do I say this without being, because I'm a white guy saying this wrong, but you know, how, how, wealthy educated black people can sometimes turn against like oh well, if black people stop killing each other that kind of stuff or uh-huh. you know, like cosby even said something like that you know i, I always assumed that was what the message was going to be that's that somehow do you know what i mean like, uh, like yeah yeah I, I think but yeah i think that's basically what you're saying yeah maybe cl- the class system within the problem is i community. think i think the story fell so flat that it didn't come across I was just like, what the hell's going, how did somebody, how did like the, the government made these people? What? I, I, and, and for what, 
the purpose actual story. or use. But but that yeah. makes sense within the allegory, but not not in the movies. That you know what I mean? Well, that's the yeah. problem. If you want <laughs> if you want to do that kind of crap, that's fine. But you got to make the the movie people are watching make sense and entertaining. Yeah. And I mean, and and I, and I didn't some, see the movie, so I, I don't yeah. know how. Now, had they made it some weird dystopian future where we were using them for parts when we got liver cancer and yes. shit, right? Yes, exactly. Now, now you've got a story that you know. Hey, now I feel for these people and want to make them escape, right? But and then you could even explain the girl who's from the upper land gets trapped down there and says, Hey, these are people too. I want them all out. And yeah. then they did the weird ass hands across America thing, which I just don't get at all. That was her statement. I don't know. I, yeah, how does that work? I, yeah, I, I don't, I just don't get, I don't know what her, what was her motivation? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like she, it wasn't clearly to get out and be, just learn, live a normal life in society. Yeah. It was never explained. And the only, and she was the only person uh, from the underneath whoever spoke, right? The rest of them just went, well, they couldn't right? somehow like, because she was from, you know, she was there from the real world, quote unquote. I don't, I don't know. That's what I mean. There's so, there's so many loopholes and things that don't make sense for this movie that at the end, I was like, I, I can't possibly suggest to see that. I mean, I, I, it was, if you watch the movie, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's interesting, it's fun, you know, it's a good suspenseful, yeah, like you said, it's suspenseful, but the story it's telling makes no sense. Like, at the end of the day, you walk out like, I don't know what, I was confused. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. I don't know what the point of the movie was. I mean, it, it had it had my wife scared as hell, though. <laughs> that was it. Which, I mean, it's its own form of entertainment, because she was, like, freaking out during that first, <laughs> that first three quarters of the movie was great. Yeah, yeah. And then they started delving into this whole that just got weird. Then they started and, explaining stuff half assed and like, okay, what? <laughs> yeah, you should have left that out. Yeah, no, yeah. Cut that out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this could have been a great ninety minute thriller. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just just I, cut yeah. out the third act and just leave it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, I and I have it written down here as a stream. But I think I'm downgrading this to a TV. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> That's funny. I had I had it streamed. I'm like, man, talking about it, man. I don't feel good about my rating at all. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying TV. I'm actually just downgrading. Yeah, I'm I'm on the bandwagon, Tom. I'm going with you on it. I was I I had a higher rating written. I'm like, no, I can't support it anymore. <laughs> but it's it's crushing. I mean, it's getting a B, uh, like Metacritic. It's got like a B. So I mean. I don't know. I I, just, I don't get it. I mean, it was competently made. Yeah, I mean it was entertaining, but it's just so. I, I it's just bad. I mean, you you leave it. You leave the theater scratching your head like, what in the world? What? What was I just? What? I, yeah, so exactly. It's, it's possible that we just don't understand art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 possible. We're just not smart enough to get it. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan Peele. <laughs> You got to dumb down your movies, I guess. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain this to us better. <laughs> there's a there's there's a version of it with 30 minutes of extra footage. Come come on, guys. <laughs> wow, yeah, so bad. But there you go, Joe. Uh, you said about jump square, jump scares. Definitely Hill House. Uh, it may have a couple, but there is one jump scare. Oh my lord! If you don't like jump scares. This one, it doesn't matter. You're going to get scared from this jump scare. It is, it is intense. It is. Well, see, the thing is, so it's jump scare. It's not about scaring. It's about startling. It's not scare. It's cheap. It's like taking a free way out. But right? this is not okay. But this is done in a way it's done for purpose. Like it's, it's not just to scare the audience. It's done. Like it makes sense in the, 
the TV show. Well, in that case, then that that I that I can approve of if there's a reason for it. But and when it happens, 95% of jump scares are just because they don't know how to make a scary movie. When it happens, oh my lord, is it you just don't see it coming and holy cow. I swear to god my wife hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I think nice. her reaction made me scared more than a jump scare. I mean, she she, she jumped, man. It was amazing. Yeah, because if, if you have too many jump scares, you you every time you jump scare, you release the tension. So yeah, yeah, better no, to just keep it building, right? Yeah, never. Yeah. It's yeah, it was a. It, oh, it's made for movies that have no tension. Yeah, like the stupid. Uh, what are the ones with the that haunted house? One that they keep having the commercials showing an audience oh, jumping instead of yeah, yeah, the the found camera footage ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I think All right. that'll wrap well. up for this episode. I'd like to thank Joe and Paul for joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap.